Sacred Space the podcast has been recorded on Gubby Gubby Country. Myself and guests acknowledge and pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sacred Space, the podcast. I am Tanika, your host, and this is a space for you to tune in and become educated, evolved, and expanded on all things generational healing, personal development, and spirituality. This is a space where I'll get beautiful, like-minded guests on to speak into their stories and their wisdom, as well as hearing mine. So take a big, deep breath into your belly, get anchored, get grounded, and let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, everybody. We have the beautiful Courtney from Coached by Coco joining us today on the podcast. She is an intimacy coach, so she coaches through the lens of mind, body, body and soul, which is super cool, super holistic. And she's very much around, like all about like regulating your nervous system, living your most grounded life and just feeling super empowered and connected to yourself. So having her on the podcast today was super cool to speak into masculine feminine energetics speak into different ways that you can connect in with yourself and live the most fulfilled life ever i hope you enjoy this episode and let's get into it welcome to the podcast courtney i'm so excited for our conversation we've already been back and forth in the dms a little bit and just like so fucking ready for this conversation how are you i'm so good thank you just stoked to be here and yeah we've literally been going back in the dms for like what two weeks now it's going like we're just so excited to have this chat and not only have this chat together, but also yeah, on the podcast, it's going to be really, really cool. Yes. Yeah, so, so good. Um, I would love to begin as I always do with my guest episodes. Can you share with us a self-love ritual? Ooh, a self-love ritual. I would say like my self-love rituals are my grounding practices. So like the things that I use in my day, it's not so much of like a ritual as in like I do it all at one time, but through pockets of my day whenever I notice myself getting dysregulated or having having a thought or going through something I have tools and practices that I pull on and that's like a daily thing so I would say not so much as like a a ritual every so often but more of like a integrated daily practice of breath work of meditation of circadian rhythm syncing of yeah all of these really easy implementing daily connection tools that I love to use yeah. And I think that's a really cool thing um, to like bring in is like, it doesn't have to just be one specific ritual that you just like adore for self-love. You can pull on different things. And I'm very much, mm. especially with like, you know, our menstrual cycle, right? Like we feel fucking different every single day. So just having a toolkit of things, it's like so empowering to be able to go, oh, today I actually feel like doing activated breath. Today I feel like just mm. sitting there listening to someone guide me through meditation. So that's yeah. really cool. A hundred percent. And I feel like it's, it's like putting the metro cycle language to like something that I, that I resonate with. It's like, you're not going to feel the same every single day. So why would you give yourself something to do every single day that would treat you like the same kind of person or same um, feeling or emotion, like check in with yourself and then support yourself, like meet yourself where you're at and then leverage wherever you're from, like wherever you're at to show up powerfully for the day. And like, yeah, having like a, a very long like over time collecting all of these like mini self-love rituals and then having them in that toolbox to go okay cool today I feel like this okay cool that worked really well I'm going to implement that yeah so cool um on that like 
topic of like having your journey in collecting these things to add to your little toolkit. I would love to just get into a bit about yourself and a bit about your journey. Um, I know that, you know, you, you say that you, that you work with like intimacy coaching and really connecting women to their power center and like feeling really connected to themselves. So how did this journey come about for you? Yeah. So I'm a mind, body, and soul coach. So it really is about connecting to your mind, connecting to your body, connecting to your soul, but then also holistically mind, body connection and soul connection all between. And how I got into this journey, I feel like it's just like where to, where to start, because I feel like there's always been something inside of me that has known that the things that I go through, the lessons that I've been the opportunities that I've been given in life to learn things, whether at a very young age or in a or, or in depth, I always knew that they were going to be things that I would share and help people with. So I remember when I was probably like nine or ten, I was like going through something and I remember thinking, this is going to help people one day and like not knowing where that came from. And I feel like from that spiritual lens, like as your soul self, like the soul just knows like what it's here to do. Like it has it has a mission. And over time, I, f- I feel like everyone has these like ebbs and flows where they, they look after themselves and they go into self-development and then they kind of lose themselves completely. And I definitely, yeah, like start of uni, like end of high school, completely lost myself and was very disconnected to myself, to my to my mission, to my heart, and ultimately like to, to, my, to the relationship with myself. It was absolutely non-existent. And then getting to a rock bottom moment and going, okay, cool. Like, actually, I don't deserve to live like this and I need to choose differently. And starting this this pivotal moment about three and a half years ago where I said, okay, cool, I'm going to lean in and I'm going to meditate and journal every day. And it started as simply as like spending 10 minutes doing that. And it grew and compounded to me running my own mind, body and soul coaching business and everything that you see today is the evidence of how powerful it is to build a connection with yourself yeah I think that's like really cool that you brought that in because I feel like your journey in itself is actually so relatable so many people kind of like know kind of like have an idea that they're here for something more or they know that like just Mm. the basic you know, career or whatever it is, isn't right for them. Yet it's so easy to get lost in the conditioning and in the projections from everyone around that you kind of like go do the thing, get stuck in the job, get stuck in the relationship. And then like, it doesn't have to just end there. And I think that's like what Mm. I've done from what you just said. Like you can actually just wake up one day and go like, I'm just going to implement five minutes of meditation into my routine today and see where it takes me. And I Mm. think it's also really cool because this episode is going to be going live like the first week of January. So like everyone listening, just really take this on board. Like if you've started the year, maybe you got like really messy on New Year's and you're like, fuck, I didn't want to start my year like that. Like you actually don't have to shame yourself. You can just be like, as of right now, I'm going to change my habits and I'm going to start showing up as who I want to be here as. (laughs) Mm. And that's the thing, like every single small and large decision and choice that you make can be catalyst for everything in your life like that small decision to desert like claiming that I deserve more for myself and for my life and doing something so small as like five minutes of meditation which is accessible to everyone and it's free it just requires your time and your energy that's the catalyst for everything in my life it was the catalyst for me having my quarter life ex- crisis which turned into my awakening and you wake up and you go what the fuck am I doing and now I run a whole course on it so 
and I, I think it's cool like knowing that my story is really relatable I feel like that's that's the journey that I've come here to live I've come here to get stuck in the job get stuck in the six six figures like corporate salary and all of these things to just say one day fuck it I'm not really fulfilled yeah. I'm gonna do something else oh and I love that because fulfillment is ultimately like the the driving force of living on purpose right and if you're not feeling mm-hmm. you're not in the right places or spaces you're not in the right rooms because yeah fulfillment brings it and like it's not about like stopping at the fulfillment it's like almost like being satisfied and still moving like if you're mm. not feeling that like it's actually fucking available to you and I think a lot of people yep. don't realize that <laughs> yeah if you have to ask am I fulfilled it's probably a fuck no and, yep. and that's what I say to my clients I'm like if you have to ask yourself the question it's a no because when you're fulfilled your soul like truly knows like it's on purpose and it's connected yeah I'm just gonna close this that's okay I would love to bring in, so you were kind of speaking about how meditation has been like a really big part for you on your journey. Um, but in our, like in the DMs, we were kind of chatting back and forth about like feminine energetics and also the mm. masculine energetics and how you said this was like a really big part of your journey. But I would love to firstly focus in on like, what are feminine energetics to you? What do they mean to you? How have you kind of like grown your relationship to your feminine energy? Mm. Love this question. And I, I feel like, Feminine and masculine energy, when I learned this, it like absolutely blew my mind. And the way in which I approach masculine and feminine energy, like personally now, is very different to what I used to. Now it's a very integrated approach. And it's more so looking from the perspective like, do I feel it flow with life and do I feel equally supported? It flow is your feminine energy and supporting is your masculine energy. So if you have those two, if you can say yes to both, then you're living in balance to whatever that looks like to you. It's very personal because some people naturally thrive in their masculine energy more so and some people naturally thrive in their feminine and that doesn't have to be 50-50. So just like preface and permission, like it doesn't have to look like everyone else's because they're not you. But effectively, feminine and masculine energy, if you imagine... A box is the masculine energy. So the box is your boundaries, your standards, your the energy you carry yourself that's like unwavering, your relationships, the rules that you have in your life, effectively the rules. Having a very healthy relationship with boundaries and rules and standards allows this box to be the thing that the feminine can flow within. If we do not have a box, we do not have a safe container for the feminine to flow Feminine energy feels like flow. It feels like I just feel like I'm fulfilled. I'm in alignment with my life. And every everything I touch feels like magic. Like that's how I'd explain feminine energy. It's so aligned. If we do not have the masculine structure to contain this beautiful feminine energy, we're going to feel like, oh my gosh, my life is amazing for about two weeks. And then we're going to go, actually, I haven't like kind of pushed the needle on anything in my life. And I feel like I'm feeling good. But if I want, if I have intentions, if I have goals that I want to put my energy into actually reaching, like actually getting there, then I need to find that balance between masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. And I I, I fucking love that so much because it is the, the importance of both like is necessary. And I think a lot of people, including myself on my journey, right? You like but you can begin to demonize like the masculine energy because we live mm. in this very masculine based society, but it, the, yeah. the 
different expressions of it. And there's like the over expression, the unhealthy expression of masculine and feminine. And then there's the mm. healing expression. Um, yeah. Can you jump into a bit of like, when people are just like reflecting on themselves and, you know, like everyone listening right now, like as Courtney speaks into these, just clock in yourself, like maybe what you show up as the, the mm. wounded masculine versus the healthy masculine. Yeah. Mm. I love, I love that. <gasps> and an unhealed, like an unhealed or like a unhealthy expression of masculine effectively in its most simple form is trying to control things that are actually out of your control a healthy masculine a a healed masculine looks like really taking responsibility for your fucking life and Mm -hmm. putting all of your energy into the things that you can control showing up for those and honestly creating such a safe grounded foundation and leaping pad for you to do whatever the fuck you want to do in your life when we try and put energy into this masculine controlling energy of trying to be meticulous we don't allow for any magic in our life when we're trying to overanalyze and overcomplicate or over control everything life doesn't feel like magic because we are trying to control the outcome of things that actually are completely out of our control and so looking at where in for a second mm -hmm. I like as you were saying that I like visually was seeing like two boxes like the healthy expression and the unhealthy expression the healthy expression being what you explained at the start the beautiful box holding the flow of the feminine and then the other like visual that I was seeing was like a box that was like jam-packed full of bricks and was like really heavy because it's like that real like rigid masculine like overly expressed Mm -hmm. unhealthy masculine and it's like there's no room for flow in there because you're trying to control what the fuck's going in the box Exactly. And it's no wonder that, uh, and as you said, like uh, the world we live in, in this timeline is very masculine and has been set up in a very quote unquote masculine way. So when people pendulum swing and everyone I believe has to pendulum swing to find their own balance with their feminine and doing the work and especially the work that you focus on, which is so beautiful, it's coming back into that equilibrium of like, okay, cool how can I use my masculine in a really healthy, healthy way without it feeling really heavy? If people ask themselves, why do I feel so overwhelmed? Why do I feel so tired? Why do I feel so stressed? It's because they're not allowing things to surrender, but they're also not funneling their energy into those masculine things that they actually can control and healing their relationship and building self-trust through that as well. Yeah. Um, I would love to now go into like the feminine side of this. So the overexpressed verse, like healed feminine, I, mm. I also just want to add before we jump into that though, like some tangible ways that people can actually influence this masculine thing is like having the to-do list, is like having the structure of like how you're actually going to get yourself to the places you want to get to rather than yeah. not having an intention. And I feel like the feminine like will really like seal this conversation, like this part of the conversation because you need the feminine, yeah. it's like very much both. But the masculine just supports the feminine in that way of like, mm. okay, I know that I've got to get X, Y, Z done and then now we go into the feminine um yeah conversation and it just ties in really beautifully that's it like I run a like twice a year like a mid-year anchoring point end of the year I run like a goal and intention like one-off call and we start super broad we start very feminine like what do you desire for your life like what does that look like how do you want to feel like all of these like beautiful just like the feelings and then we go down to action plan. What are your habits? What are you implementing? What are your actions? What are you letting go of? And what are you embodying? And giving you, it's not complicated. It takes up about one page, but it's about anchoring into your to-do list without overwhelming yourself and actually setting yourself up for success while not overcomplicating it. Keep it simple, 
but actually do it. Yeah. 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 Love that. <laughs> key, um, key driver. <laughs> yeah, literally. I would love to now, yeah, jump into the feminine um, energy. Mm. <laughs> feminine energy part. And, and this is cool because, as you said, like, the world we live in is very masculine. And I, I feel I was having a conversation with my friend the other day around how in I would feel like it's very similar between like Australia and New Zealand but women have gone through this kind of transition period where we didn't have the independence we didn't have these you know we didn't have a life of our own it was very much dependent on the masculine or the the man or the system to support them and now coming into this kind of polar opposite it's this pendulum swing that has happened who it's just like coming back off the edge now of like boss bitch of like hustle culture and a woman really wanting to claim their independence of wanting to run their own businesses of wanting to be really successful and there has been this massive shift that went pendulum swing and now it's starting to come back into a bit of balance because as a collective we realize that the feminine actually cannot thrive if it is constantly in in hustle mode and it's not sustainable to be a boss bitch (laughs) like yes for a while and not to demonize the hustle because a short-term hustle is a chef's kiss but (laughs) like allowing yourself to be in your feminine is finding that flow and you can't find flow if you are in a rigid masculine energy job relationships relationship with yourself 24 7 you're going to burn out and then you're going to end up resenting all of the incredible, beautiful work that you've actually hustled for. And I feel like that is that is where collectively we are coming back into now. And it's about looking as women. And to, to speak to like an example of feminine energy, it's like your job. Like say, for instance, your job. I used to work as a park ranger, so it was very, very masculine environment. And I found myself starting to tap into way more of my feminine energy practices. It was so cool. But I would get my nails done, I wear all my jewellery, I do my hair every day, I do do my makeup and I feel like I became this like kind of overexpressed feminine energy because because my environment was so masculine and I found when I left that job it kind of started to taper off and so when you think about like an unhealthy expression of femininity it's like where are you expressing your feminine energy from a reaction to your external environment and where are you starting to seek out that healthy level of feminine energy as in doing it for yourself? How does it allow you to feel at your best? How do you feel in flow and tap into that rather than tapping into external energy and being like in reaction rather than an, an internal response? Yeah, I love that as well. Like so much about the overexpressing in the appearance and the beauty and all the things because that's very mm. feminine, right? But like when you're doing it from a space, like you said, of reactivity, of actually not feeling connected to that essence of surrender it's a different frequency to when you actually are like tuning into your body you're in your body you're feeling really good and then you can like you know flow through life surrender through life still Mm. like the the holding of your masculine so I think that's a really cool example that you've brought in um and I feel like we could pivot the conversation a little bit now to a bit of self-intimacy chats and I feel like this is Mm. just going to so beautifully from the feminine energy because I know for me self-intimacy self-pleasure is like a huge thing that connects me and has connected me to my feminine energy yeah I I feel like I wouldn't call it like religious trauma but there was definitely so much guilt and shame around growing up in 
a Christian household environment and not feeling safe to be fully expressed in not only my body, but just like how I carried myself. And it was really interesting, like as a very, very basic of like connecting to your feminine energy. It's like, how do you carry yourself? How is your energy? Like, do you carry yourself like you're wanting to hide or do you carry yourself like you're wanting to show yourself off in this like beautifully integrated way? Even that is like as a first thing was so mind blowing of going, what well, I actually do walk like this all the time? If you're watching the video, I'm hunching. But it like that is as a starting point. I was like, okay, I think there's more to do here. So for me, it was really diving into not only self pleasure because I feel like there's a lot of like self love, self pleasure, and things that like they're related to healing that like sensual and sexual energy, which is so so incredibly important it's our driving force as women and as human beings but also from the side of self-intimacy it's like really connecting with your feminine energy by connecting to your body your mind and your soul and for me that was taking more time in the morning of being really intentionally slow like slow with my day like having my morning coffee with no distractions of tapping into more feminine movement so i stopped doing so much weight training because it was so masculine but everything in my life was masculine so I had to find balance and I started doing more yin yoga more slow more restorative to connect more to my feminine energy and it's like feminine energy masculine energy it's ties in so much to our nervous system as well if we're so much in our masculine if we're so much in this kind of like go 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 which I again I fucking love it I like I I'm a very very ambitious go 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 person but you will burn out because it's unsustainable. So it's looking at it from, yes, masculine and feminine, but also from like a nervous system level. It's like, what stress are you placing on your life where you could tap more into that feminine energy, those slow restorative practices from a place of like self-love, like like when we do self-pleasure and self-love practices, we release, release endorphins that actually relax us and relax our nervous system. And that helps. It's, it's catalyst for so many things like better gut health, better mental health all of these things can be included. So it is such a broad topic, but it's, it's having that conversation. It's self-love isn't just about self-pleasure from a, from a sexual lens. It's also looking at from a sexuality, like how do you feel, how intimate do you feel with your body? And that can be really vulnerable as well. Yeah, totally, totally. And we're so conditioned to not be intimate with ourselves. And I mean, a lot of the time we don't even know how to be correctly intimate in relationships because we're showing this like perception on movies, how it's like, you've got to chase this or like whatever. And we don't actually know how to even connect. Like, I feel like it's, we're mm. going through a massive relearning period as humans, like yeah. both men and women on how to connect in a healthy way. That's not like disgustingly not right. <laughs> um, yeah. I want to like also just add to all the things you were saying. I feel like I just want to bring this in because it feels like really cool to bring in. But something I'm always talking to my clients about is like, we don't have to use like being a, a, you know, a girl as an excuse for not being able to hustle. And I think a really mm. cool way to like anchor into this is like ovulation energy, for example, we're really expressive. And like, that's a time when like, it's actually time to fucking go like hustle, like, you know, work the long days, do what you have to do. Mm. it's about like having that intimacy with yourself so that you know when your hormones are low during like your period so opposite side you actually know how to like slow down honor your body and like something I've been moving through with my mentor at the moment is like 
it's actually okay to still be hustling when you're on your period, but like knowing when to take that time to like Mm. honor yourself. Like we can actually have both. It doesn't have to be like the pendulum swing. It can be like the more intimacy that you build with yourself you just can actually just like you, we can live in this hustle. We can do it. We can keep be ambitious and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just about knowing how to connect to yourself. Yeah. Literally. And I feel like this is so, I feel like my worldview and perception is like the more aware and the more connected we are to ourselves and our body, the better we can help and support ourselves. If I'm like fucking unaware but actually my just my nervous system's dysregulated as fuck, but I'm still going out hustling, working 12 hours when I probably actually need a nap. That's not going to serve me. And like connecting to your body is just as much about giving your body and honoring your energy and like what you need as much as it is to leverage it. Like tapping in, sometimes you, I literally tap into my energy and I'm like, fuck, I feel really good today. And I go, okay, cool. Those 20 things that I have on that like to-do list later, I want to do them today because I feel like, I believe we're doing the energy and I'm going to fucking go for it. So it's not always about restoring. Like we don't just always check in to go, oh, I'm a bit tired. Maybe I should like, you know, have a cup of coffee and sit in the sun. Sometimes it's like, I'm going to have that cup of coffee and I'm going to bang out like an entire course in a day. Like it gets to be that easy, but I speak, I speak to this from, from my version now, Mm. three or four years ago, I had, very limited awareness I was quite self-aware but I didn't know what to actually do with the information that I was self-aware about and that's the key be self-aware increase your emotional intelligence tap into your body like honor your nervous system but don't only be aware and see actually do something to support yourself because otherwise you're going to have all of this information and have all of this awareness and be able to tap into your body but the energy is going to stay in your body all those thoughts are going to stay in your mind because you're not actually following it up with action to support yourself or to move through or transcend something. And that is when we get to this point of like very dysregulated overwhelm, whether that's in, that's in the body or the mind. Yeah. And I, I think that's a really cool thing to bring in is like, you can have all the awareness, but like, if you're not rounding it in, anchoring it in, it's actually mm. like kind of useless because your body, it does, it doesn't know, it doesn't know the difference. There's just more thoughts. up yeah. in your So I would love if you Literally. could share some like ways that like the people listening can actually begin to like build intimacy with themselves and and bring all of this information that they're probably like you know been learning over the last however long how they can actually mm. bring it in and be from a space of their body not just their head yeah love I would say if I like top three practices that really like anchored me in especially like from that self-intimacy level was mirror work and if you haven't heard of mirror work before it is exactly as simple as it sounds and like honestly you go oh that's super easy like I can look at myself in the mirror but really building this connection and like looking into your own eyes in the mirror is like looking into your own soul and I was the first one to say like oh that's gonna be super easy and I looked in the mirror and I couldn't even tell myself that I like loved myself it was shocking like actually shocking to me and like from then to now like looking in the mirror and asking yourself what do I need to hear today and then saying that out loud while you're looking yourself in the own eyes and allowing your emotions to come up allow yourself to feel like it might feel actually uncomfortable at first and that's perfect and fine because the more that you do it you're building safety and you're normalizing that that's actually how you get to speak to yourself 
and how you want your relationship with yourself to be. The second one is using your five senses and going on like a grounding walk. Honestly, so underrated, but it's like how intimate are you actually with your surroundings? How present are you actually in your life? If you go to the park, can you feel the grass underneath your feet? Can you feel the wind on your skin that's not covered by clothing? Can you feel the clothing on your skin? What can you smell? What can you see? What colors can you see? Using your five senses to become intimate and present with your environment and then tapping into your body and seeing what that is as well. It doesn't sound like an intimacy practice, but like spending two minutes doing that, like you'll honestly be able to see, oh, actually like it's quite, it might be like really easy to tap into presence in that moment, or you might see the mind start to get distracted. But honestly, doing that practice is going to bring you so incredibly grounded and also doing this in nature is going to be really beneficial for your mind as well. And then thirdly would be, yeah, self-love and self-intimacy practices. I mean, it goes without saying is like as we are sexual human beings and there is so much healing to be had and so much healing to do around healing our relationship with loving ourselves in that way. And I've been with my partner for like 11 years. So it's very much like, not like I broke up with him and I went on this like wild, crazy journey. Like I'm the permission that you, like you can be with someone for 11 years and still at some point we'll have to do this work. If this is something that you know, that is inevitable for you to tap into and open that can of worms. And it was so beautiful. Like I got to become more intimate with myself and then I got to become a better partner, more vulnerable with, like with my partner as well. So with every single thing in your life, it's like your relationships, especially from that, like from the energetics, like with their intimate partners, friendships, whatever, like the number one thing, if you're feeling disconnected in your relationships outside of you, it's like, you're probably disconnected with yourself. So checking in with that part first of going like, Oh, where have I not actually allowed myself space? What are the things that I'm projecting onto this relationship that I need that actually I'm not even giving myself do that for yourself and then watch the energy and the standard that you hold yourself to shift all the relationships in your life. Yeah. I think that's like such a huge thing to like really bring in. Like, what are you asking of your partner, your friends, your family that you feel like you need from them, you're craving from them that you're not actually fucking giving to yourself and like go and action that, go and like begin to build that relationship with yourself and watch every relationship in your life completely up level. Um, I have spoken about this quite a bit on my podcast actually around like the self-intimacy thing because I've also been with my partner for a very long time. So since I was like 15 and I'm 24, so like nine years. And I feel like people, people think that you have to do the whole like go through all these like things when you're young like when you're a teenager and then like that's when you have like the trauma to work through or whatever it might fucking be but like it's always there because it's like well if I like you know I I, like go into like the past life thing as well and like there's just so much more to it and like Mm. when you build and it's like how we're growing up how we grow up right like how our parents um show us love and like then we show ourselves love in that way or like whatever it might be like we take on so much from the world around us so I think like it's really important to like bring in these practices. Um, and another thing I wanted to add to that is the word practices. Like they're fucking mm. practices. It takes practice to actually do yourself. It's not just like the first time you like yeah. this stuff and then it's like, holy fuck, I feel so amazing. That was so good. Like I remember the first time I used my yoni egg, like it actually took me fucking like 
that long to even like do it because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like all this fear, all this stuff. But like equally, that's yeah. what I was actually holding in my body, right? And yeah. it takes and it- a long time to push past that. Mm, it's like the thing that we the things that we are most resistant to doing or entering into or shifting past like that's where our resistance is it's like okay no wonder I have so much fear around doing it because that's actually what I'm wanting to shift and pass through and what's on the other side of that resistance every single fucking time the uh, the thing on the other side of the resistance that's your gold yeah like whether that's neutrality or whether that's inner power or whether that's a connection to yourself everything is on the other side to resistance. Yeah. I love that so fucking much. Um, I would love to, as we like creep closer to the end of the conversation, I would just like love to just bring in, do you have any like tips or tools or like recommendations for people as we're like stepping into this new year? You know, the energy can be quite heightened. Now it can kind of feel like, oh my God, I want to get my goals like actually mm. stone. Like how can people sort of bring that balance in between like having that self intimacy, but also like taking the fucking action and actually like mm. getting the results that they desire? Great fucking question. And I, I recorded a podcast like this time last year and did like a template that people could, it's like a self pacing. Like it's all, it's all on my podcast and just DM me for the link if you need it around acknowledgement, because so often when we go into a new year, we're like, fucking let's go. Like, off we go 2024 fuck I've got all these goals I've got these intentions and like cool sweet but we forget to actually anchor in and reflect on the past 12 months we get forget to go what lessons have I actually fucking learned what intentions and goals like checking in with those like how did I actually go with them like did I set myself up for success collecting all this like data like how did that feel for you like how did that year actually feel for you and I take I take you through like a guided, like a journal, like meditation that you go through each individual month and going through each individual month, rather than looking at a whole collective year, you actually go, holy fuck. Like I actually did so much and I navigated so much and I learned so much about myself, the world and what I actually wanted. Anchoring into that and then setting your goals and intentions unreal because you see yourself at that level you see yourself on all oh, these are actually the things in which I could improve and this is how I can support myself to set myself up for success all oh, these are the things actually actually I've already mastered those like I actually don't need to put intention of things those are things I've already integrated into my life what else can I bring in it creates this beautiful foundation again they're creating that masculine energy for the feminine to go okay cool what are my dreams what are my desires what am I calling in for this year but setting yourself with this like awareness and like solid foundation of like, cool. I know where I've been. I know where I am. And then I can know where I'm going. Yeah. How beautiful. And it's like, it's so suited to you, right? Because it's like, that's like the masculine piece of like having it there to look at and like the whole list thing. But then it's like the feminine being able to flow and like almost like, you know, dream about like what's to come, what's been all the things. I think that's really cool. Um, like even expression for you to like bring through in your business, just like mirroring what you do. Um, yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> I love it. Do you yeah. have any, like, you know, words of wisdom or anything that you want to leave before we finish this up? We've covered so much already. I'm like, oh my goodness, we've gone so deep. I love it. <laughs> we did so, we did well. We did very well in that time frame. Thank you very, like we did good. <laughs> I think if I've learned anything from 2023, it's like don't underestimate how powerful you are when you actually show up 
to fucking support yourself. This year has been, I would say, an absolute shit show. I went into it like Dora the Explorer backpack on. I was like, cool, cool, let's go. And then the map was like, now we've got a volcano. Now we've got this like scary jungle thing. And I'm like, what's going on? Am I going to go over it or under it? <laughs> are we like, what are we going to do here? But there's a, a real, the, the inner power comes from seeing those things and not only acknowledging what they actually mean in your life and like honoring your energy and also going, I have goals to, I have goals to get to. I have intentions for my life. How can I support myself so incredibly deeply from the deepest fucking place of love to navigate those things in my life, to connect to myself and then proceed to the road. So for anything, set your goals, set your intentions, but don't forget to go, how am I actually going to support myself to become the person? If life hits the fan, I actually can still show up for myself. I can still show up for my dreams and my desires and get shit done while still honoring my energy and looking after myself. And that's the thing. It's like you get to the end of the year, maybe you don't cross off anything. It's like at least you built a relationship with yourself and you learned how to powerfully navigate life in all of its experience. Yeah, I fucking love that. That's like such a cool note to leave it on. Like no matter what you're like traveling through, just like as long as you are deepening that awareness with yourself and connection to yourself, you're fucking doing more than a lot of pe- other people are. And it's not even to bring in yeah. the comparison piece. It's it's just to like actually acknowledge that in yourself that like yeah. even this podcast is like a fucking huge win. Even if you don't like hit the milestones that you want to hit, like, but you know, we're at the start of this year, we're all going to fucking hit them. Like it's actually going to be such a slay year. <laughs> such a slay year. Yeah. I, I feel like I've been going through all like the Chris like the Christmas sleigh memes and I'm like, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Instagram coach by underscore Coco, C O C O. And also on the On the Fucking Vibe podcast, which is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Cool. Oh my gosh. I will link it all below. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Like I said to you yesterday, I was like, wait, what? You have got a fucking podcast? <laughs> like, I had no idea. Yeah. So she's on break. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, so much. She's coming back. Thank you everyone for listening. This has been such a good episode to really anchor into like what balance actually fucking is and also connecting to self so that moving into this year, you're just going to feel so good and so connected to yourself. Um, That's pretty much all. I'll be back in your ears next Thursday. Bye. Bye. Hi, beautiful. Thank you so much for being a part of my podcast community. I have so much gratitude for you and I would love to hear what you think about this podcast. Leave me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a close friend that needs to hear it. If you leave me a review and send me the screenshot on Instagram at sacredspacewtanikalace, I will forward you access to a free guided womb healing breathwork journey and a 15% off code to purchase any masterclasses or courses available on my website. All you have to do is leave me a review, send me the screenshot on Instagram at sacredspacewtanikalace, and I'll forward you access to the free guided womb journey and a 15% off code. I love you so much, and I'll see you next week.